millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Friends with Benefits, the drunken dressing room shenanigans where we interview all sorts of people from cabaret, burlesque and other performers that are like, what the fuck are they doing? Uh, You are joined with myself, Tash York and the wonderful Miss Friends. I thought you were going to say my name. I did the same as last week. Okay, we'll go again. No, go again. We'll go again. You're joined with your excellent host, the wonderful <laughs> Tash York and... It's me, Betty Bombshell! Wow, it's like we did that twice and no one will ever know because we'll cut it in post. Nah, oh, put good. it in. Put it in. They want to see the real essence of this podcast, you know. So ev- everyone loves the real essence of this podcast. I think that's if true. you ever listen to episode one of this podcast, oh. uh, that's the real essence of this podcast. Um, oh, look, Member? I mean... I remember, I don't know if you remember, because remember how drunk you were at the time? (laughs) I do not remember. Like, I came to that first recording, like, already maybe six wines in. And I was just, like, at the Butterfly Club, like, after work, just like, la, 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 la. And then I was like, oh, shit, Betty and I are recording tonight. Just, like, zoomed home and was like, hello, Betty, I'm ready for recording. It was... Yeah, I go remember, to episode one if you'd like to. I remember to. you wobbled in your apartment and you tried to do that thing. You know when people try and act very sober and it in turn just makes it so much worse? You walked in being like, hello there, Elizabeth Bombshell, top of the morning to you, sir. And I was like, wow, hello. And you're like, should we get cracking? It was very, it was a lot. Um, Honestly, I'm such I'm a bad pretending laughing. to be sober drunk person because I'm a highly functional drunk person. So I don't yes. know why I pretend to do anything different. Like it should have just stayed the same. I just, I actually, I really loved the the charade that you put on for me. So I just ran with it for ages. And then you <laughs> spilt a whole glass of wine all over the floor mid-podcast. It was just... It was wild times back in those first episode times. Remember the days when we were face to face and we could see each other and touch each other in the same space in the same room. It's been 84 years. (laughs) It's back. It's back. It's been a few weeks. What have you been doing, mate? What have I been doing? Gosh, what have I been doing? Teaching a lot actually up here, which is excellent. Um, Perth is, yeah, it's not bad. Perth is relatively, no, I'd say Perth is COVID free. So we're allowed to frolic in studios (laughs) and in bars and such. We're not locked inside. Um, Mm, mm, So mm, yeah, I've been doing a bit of that. I've got, tell you what, how's this for a bloody week? I've got three burlesque shows this week. Not to do. Get out of here. I got one tonight, I got my students in the showcase and I got one on Saturday with the burlesque gang. And then I've got one to do on Sunday. Bloody hell. She's I don't know, man. busier than when you lived in Melbourne, mate. That's Honestly, pretty Honestly, I might have to move away. I've got too much on, you know. I need a break. Shit. It's a lot. There's a lot going yeah, on. It. Yeah, it's fab. There's what if... What, uh, I, sorry, you're breaking... I'm just going through a tunnel. I what were you saying, Tash? <laughs> 
Wow, that was harsh. Uh, kick your dog while she's down. Uh, no, I've uh, oh. been d- d- just, you know, do- hanging at home, doing some things, doing some recording. Uh, sewed myself a jumpsuit, which I'm wearing right now, and which it is looks pretty exciting. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, look as fuck. Yeah. I love this little moment you've got going on here. Thank you so much. I've just got time to get ready now, which, you know, is lovely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I've been just honestly trying to focus on things that I can uh, control and things that I can do rather than, you know, getting in a spiral and getting depressed. So I'm, you know, trying to go for a walk every day, trying to do some yoga every day, trying to record something at least once a week. So at least I feel um, active and doing something with my life. Um, But yeah, and I'm doing, maybe it's already done by now. Anyway, I'm doing an online show as well uh, called Masking For It. uh, And basically it'll just be a compilation of all of bits and pieces from my shows and a few other COVID creations so that'll be a lovely time mm, you've got a lot on babe honestly you might have to come here and you've got a lot on in melbourne we might <laughs> uh, have to do the old swaparoo if, if i'm allowed to uh, i absolutely will but currently i can't leave past to, five kilometers fly. just five kilometers five kilometers and 8 p.m is what i'm told you have a curfew yeah 8 yep. p.m curfew i feel i feel like i'm on detention like i feel like a little <laughs> bit like you did you've done by it like i guess I've been victoria grounded. collectively did do bad so you're all grounded we did do bad yeah we did a bad bad thing and now it's time for friendly news to benefit you. Looking for something to do this lockdown? Well, why not check out the Recovery Roadmap webinars presented by Arts Hub and Creative Victoria. This new webinar series will cover a range of helpful topics as we look into a post-pandemic future over a compact four 30-minute episodes. Running over four weeks in September and presented via Zoom, each session will feature a different expert or experts in conversation with Arts Hub's Richard Watts. All sessions are free, though bookings are essential. Check it out on www.artshub.com. And Perth Fringe World Festival is excited to announce that it will be returning in 2021 from the 15th of January to the 14th of February. However, at the moment, these registrations are only for WA residents, but they have included a few contingencies in case, fingers crossed, that the borders will open. To cater for those of us beyond the border, they will also be offering more flexible registration times and no upfront costs for event registrations for ticketed events with the Fringe World Festival as they'll be sharing the risk. How bloody good. Something bloody good's got to come out of this year. So bloody good fucking hell. 2020. Well, well, Natasha, gosh, what informative news you've had for us t- this episode. Very good. And yes. Very well researched, thoroughly researched, researched mm, information. Mm. Yes. As I did last week, Wikipedia. Just yell it, just yell Wikipedia. And that's our <laughs> Wikipedia. Wikipedia. And that's our research. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> uh, Betty, uh, we've got a very excellent friend uh, on the line with us today. I'm very, very excited. Good, yeah. Oh, it's going to be pretty good. We've wanted it's to have this good. particularly amazing human on the podcast for a while. And now that, you know, fucking COVID's locked us all in our states, uh, we've had a chance to catch him because <laughs> he's been he's got gallivanting. Nothing else on, so he has he's to do gallivanting this. all over the Yeah, we've trapped him. It's basically like it's community service. He has yep. to do it. Um, no, we're so absolutely thrilled to have this amazing international superstar, sex symbol, Home wrecker, Madonna fan, accordionist, and the Berlin Wonder Boy, etc., 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 etc. It is the one and only Matt Gilbertson. Woo! Oh my God. Okay, listen. I mean, this is the one thing about the coronavirus. I literally have no excuse now. So I have to do this damn <laughs> That's podcast. It. You actually had to I do mean, this. I mean, what thing. a thrill it is to be here. That's isn't that what I'm meant to say. 
cut good that cover. in, please. That's great. Yeah, yes. Good. Either yeah, no, or. Good. We understand. You Honestly, know. Oh we could be God. anywhere else as well. So, you know. Well, I like <laughs> that I'm in Adelaide. Betty, you're in Perth. Um, Tash, you're in Melbourne. This is very, I mean, it's transcontinental, practically. It is. Except when, I mean, we we're not bringing... in different countries, but it feels like <laughs> it now because it, it, one, it costs so much more to get to Perth now on a flight. Right? And two, uh... I mean, it's a mandatory, what I still have to, if I came to Perth, can I come to Perth now? I'm not sure. You're not, no one's allowed to come to Perth at the moment. No one's so allowed. I can't even pay my In the my words of the angels, come. no way. Get fucked. Fuck off. <laughs> exactly. That is what we're collectively screaming from yeah. the border at the airport. Gonna, that is us. How do you get that on a bumper sticker? On, a, on like a license plate? That's what I want to know. That's Western just Perth Australia. plates now. No way. Get fucked. Fuck off. Yeah. That's yeah. just Perth. People don't even have numbers. It's just it's that just slogan. <laughs> just that on a number plate. I think that's quite fitting. Yeah. You can't come. We don't want you here. Um, so I'll see you maybe next year. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I will, hopefully. 2027 I mean, is looking great, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I've got a lot penciled in bookings wise. So that's going to be <laughs> really wonderful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely. It's lovely. What have you been getting up to in isolation? Hey. Uh, me? Look, yeah. not a lot. Believe it or not. I had a lot of things planned wow. this year. At This week in particular, I'm meant to be on a gay cruise in Italy, oh. which sounds horrible. I'm so much happier that I'm here in Croydon. Um, no, look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think oh, yeah. I've actually, I have been doing a few different things. I've been doing some stuff with tourism here in South Australia. So I've been going kind of around the state, which has been good because you know, I think one good thing can come out of this. It's I hope holi- people holiday more where they live, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I've actually been to some really cool places in SA, which I've loved. Yesterday I was in a place called Renmark, the Riverland on the River Murray, and I stayed in this place. Oh, my God. Okay. I felt like I was. Do you remember, do you remember the show Revenge? No. Remember, oh my my God, Revenge was this amazing (laughs) show. Yeah, of course, because you're not homosexual men. Um, Revenge was... (laughs) I I mean, mostly, but... Close. Very close. (laughs) It was this very dramatic show set in the Hamptons and the family on it was... It was kind of like a modern day uh, dynasty kind of thing. But (laughs) but it was about revenge, you know, and and, um, there was this daughter of a terrorist that who wasn't a terrorist but it was the rich family who were actually the terrorist and she came back to get revenge on the family anyway how it relates to the, the place i stayed in was kind of like the rich people's house i felt like i was in revenge edit that edit that down please. no that was great that was i liked it i learned so much I'm I'm it'll fill in a bit of time. Watch it it'll fill in a bit of time. Oh, it's on stand. Just... You can watch it. It's good. Oh, it gets a bit weird okay. after season one, but I'm sticking with it. No, mm. you have to. You have to stick with it in that vain hope that maybe the whole story will tie itself together and it was worth those like 17 hours that you've already invested in it. That's it. And then you waste another 24 and you're like, what am I doing with my Yeah, life? and you're up to season oh. six and you're like, well, I can't fucking leave now. I've got to keep going. And it's like true blood. Just... <laughs> yeah. Desperate Housewives. I think I did yeah. that with that. I loved it. Oh, yes. It was fabulous. <laughs> and what, and, and, I think um, it's making a comeback. Uh, yeah. Is it coming back? What? 
No, I feel like it's just making a comeback. It's gone through that cycle of being great. People have forgotten just for a little minute and now everyone's really onto it again. I'm seeing everyone talk about Desperate Housewives. Oh, I loved it. You know, I think I just... Rem I miss um, that time in history where TV shows had um, a script and a plot <laughs> and people with talent. You know, yeah, that's what I kind of miss about the television. You know, every year yeah. I turn on the Logies and I go, what has this industry got to celebrate? Come on. <laughs> Where are we? What are we doing here? What is this fancy Exactly. Thing? However, though, like you as Hans this past year have had an absolutely excellent, excellent oh, yeah. year. I, I went on a reality show. Whoops. I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was like, bitch, no. bitch but I'm out. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I went I'm on surprised. it twice. <laughs> I know. I did. That's right. Mm -hmm. And what reality show was that? I mean, clearly our you know listeners will know. But oh tell, yeah. Tell us well, they flocked. They flocked to this podcast at the at the mere <laughs> mention of my name. Uh, it was a show called America's Got the Talent. I wanted to be on Top Model, but um, you know, I th they didn't want an industry professional. As a contestant, I think yeah. that's what happened, yeah. you know. Unfair advantage. Tyra would be threatened. Um, Tyra. Well, she was the host. <laughs> she was the host of America's Got Talent the first year round. Oh, the first really? Ideas. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, okay, here's the thing. Here's the Tyra gossip. Mm. Give us the gossip. I, yes. Surprise, surprise. I got along very well with her. Because let's face it, Tyra Banks, much like yourselves, one step away from being a drag queen. You know, she's, got, she's fabulous and she's this and she's that and the wigs and the lashes and the everything. And she, so naturally I was like, I have found a kindred spirit. Tyra Banks. <laughs> I found my girl. Other contestants <laughs> I found out later did not have the same experience. Apparently she was quite cold to them. Oh. It has been said to me that she was a little bit like, uh, stay away from that man behind the curtain, Dorothy. It was a little shades of Wizard of Oz, and she right. was a wizard. I but see. you know, I can only judge people on how they treat me. And she was I lovely mean, to me. You know what? She doesn't have to like everyone, but she loved you. And she that's doesn't. Plenty. She did her job very well. I think that's you know she wasn't. This isn't RuPaul's best friend race, you know. <laughs> The amount of times people say that on RuPaul's oh. is getting ridiculous. It's, it's almost a drinking ridiculous. game now. We it should really just is. do a shot every time. Oh my God, you'd be Courtney Love. You'd start <laughs> watching the show. Again, not You far would away start from the me. episode as Kate Middleton and you'd finish it as <laughs> Kate Moss. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever starting epi any episode like Kate Middleton. I'm just going to be like straight up. <laughs> We're Kate Moss and then some, you know, it's only down from there. Um, speaking yeah. of drinking games, uh, we, we thought, you know, we always think it's a nice way to start the podcast by playing one. Um, just, you know, loosen us up a little bit, you know, give us a chance to awkwardly plug our wine sponsor, which uh, today Betty gets the lovely, lovely challenge of doing that. What have you got there, babes? So our beautiful sponsors, Naked Wines Australia, have sent us another batch of gorgeous reds. So today I am sampling, I always say this wrong, so don't email me about it. It's the Nero Diavola. Was that right? Was that, a, was that something? I'm going to say yes, but I have no idea. So. All right, I'm going to give you a little blurb. The Nero Diavola was sourced from a select vineyard in the Rivierina? 
Riviera. Oh, it's really good. Uh, great. Producing an elegant wine with balance and complexity, seductive aromas of red cherry and dried blah, blah. It's great. It's a great red wine. Um, I'm, I'm drinking a vodka diet Sprite and it's sponsored by JobKeeper, which is wonderful. So, I do hope Scott Morrison hears this and you know, knows that the JobKeeper is being spent wisely. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Every, everything you see before you is sponsored by JobKeeper. Just me slowly <laughs> buying things off the internet and then just like yeah. sewing my own costumes and doing that to pass the time. Thank oh you so God, much, it's like Scotty. The sound of Thank music. you. <laughs> Literally. Well, yeah. you know, I can do about as much things as those children could, except they could go outside longer than I can. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. I say start a puppet show. They seemed very happy in that scene. (laughs) That's true. That's that's nice. That's nice. Well, now that we've all got our drinks, because this Mm. is uh, an oral medium, we do also need a sound effect. So we're going to play Never Have I Ever. Um, And obviously if we have done this particular thing, uh, we need a sound effect uh, for each of you. So um, Matt, a.k.a. Hans, what's your sound effect going to be for today? My sound effect's going to be... Honeys. <laughs> love it. Yes. Love Very on brand. Love you. it. Love it. Thank you. Tash, Betty, what's your, your sound? Oh, me. Okay. Uh, what? Yeah. What's your sound effect? Yeah. 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 It's going to be my mm-hmm. sound effect. That was yeah. nice. It was real. I felt that from you. Yeah. That was gorgeous. I think my sound effect is going to be, um, I'll go low because last week I went high, so I'm going to give it a, uh, that's oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank that's oh. very 0055 number. Remember them in the 90s? <laughs> Call me now. I mean, all three of them together is going to sound fabulous. Okay. It's nice. It's nice. Love it. You sound both aroused and disgusted, which is usually my day to day life. Okay. Yeah. That's my general day to day kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The perfect combination. All right. Our first question is. Never have I ever cried watching a live show. Oh, honeys. Ah. Of course I have. Tell us about it. Tell us all about it. God, I'm trying to narrow it down. You know, I remember the first time I went to see a show on Broadway, I started crying the minute I was in the theatre because I'm very well travelled. Did you like how I just dropped in? Oh, I've been to New York City, honey. Um, when I went to Broadway. The bright when lights. I, you know, the first... The, and let me just tell you, here, tear-inducing, the show was Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was mostly crying when I heard the American actors trying to do an Australian accent. But then again, oh, isn't who it am I to pay out a dodgy accent? Come on, let's be real. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Honeys. Honeys. <laughs> Honeys. I didn't even think about that. During during Priscilla, there would be Americans just struggling to do an Australian accent. That is yeah. going to be... That's a I saw it on West End and it was the Ooh. same thing. Yeah, oh, it was no. just like, oh, this is a Cockney yeah. accent. This is not Australian. Like, <laughs> incorrect. Incorrect, but good try. Off you go. But the version that I saw in um, the UK, they had actually Alf Stewart there playing... Um, what? Yeah! 
So oh. I bought these like 10 pound tickets and I was like, la la la, like in the gods. Like I was just like, fuck it. It was like my last day there. My flight wasn't until like, I don't know, I think like nine o'clock at night. So I was like, I'll just catch a matinee. And so I just went and then like. <laughs> a cheeky matinee was just, on West End. Yeah, doesn't matter, just a one hundred. And um, yeah, he was on and I was like, excuse me? Where, where, why did no one in Australia know about this? <laughs> That is I think so Jason strange. Donovan was in it in the West End as well. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Not when I was there, but at one point, yeah. yeah. Just popping over for a cheeky, not even a cameo for like, was it a, like a lead moment? How, how yeah, did he do? He, how was the performance? He did great because he was oh, the only one with an Australian accent in the entire production. So <laughs> he was like fucking kicking goals. But um, <laughs> that character is very Alf Stewart, isn't it? He, exactly. He's the, ochre, the one that... Um, did the ping pong show that he's yes. married to? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I was like, he fabulous. No, uh, and I was like, ping. Oh uh, yeah, ping pong. Yeah, 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 yeah ping, ping pong. There you yeah. go. That's the one. All right. <clears throat> Next question. Never have I ever got a tattoo or piercing on tour. Oh. <sighs> yeah, that's my. Tell I us a story, about, bombshell. Okay. All right. Give you some brief dot points. I was on tour around Australia once. And I popped into uh, a place in, in Australia and there was a tattoo artist that I've always wanted to get a tattoo uh, by. And I happened, the show dates and the off days and stuff like that worked out well. So I popped in, got a cheeky tattoo. It's this one on my arm. I love it dearly. Um, but I didn't know that there was scandal brewing. A and uh -oh. A scandal. And the next year I was informed in the contract for the tour that it was written in that no performer could get any tattoos or piercings on tour. That was a contractual agreement. And I feel really proud that I could bring that to the, the contract and the tour. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> what, what that's a real life problem? thing. I want to know what, I, what I don't. Was. I still to this day don't know um, because we had something like a week off. It was like a weird kind of schedule that we had about a week off. And I was like, that is perfect. I'll get this medium-sized tattoo, it'll have enough time to heal. I don't have to do anything with it on stage. She'll be right. And everything was fine. But uh, the producer of the festival had an issue and wrote it into oh, the contract the following year. I know. Okay, I tell everyone I, that. It's great. I just want to know that, look, I mean, I, I, I hope I'm not speaking out of school here, but you weren't in, a, um, I'm guessing, this show wasn't like Hamlet or something like that, where you had to like stay exactly the same, look the same. You know what I mean? Like, calm down. Um, didn't you know about Betty's really extensive Shakespeare career? Uh, I've actually got a so. separate oh, yeah. career from that, this. That. Uh, I think and that it actually was Hamlet. It's funny that, no, it was not. It was Shakespeare a Cabaret Night. Who is doing, who's doing, Shakespeare Burlesque. When's that happening? Come Shakespeare on. Burlesque. That would be... That would be a just a hilarious <laughs> fucking mess, wouldn't it? That would be great. You'd sell tickets though, because people love that shit, right? That's like true. there's like yeah. Shakespeare diehards that will just like come to every Sorry, show. Sorry, witches as a burlesque yes. act, amazing. Oh, that's not bad. There's yeah. drunk Shakespeare, isn't there? That show. There's drunk Shakespeare. Yes. Yeah. I love and that. Improvised Shakespeare. Shit-faced Shakespeare is yeah, what it's called. It. Yes. So that's already a burlesque performer. So you just you're on doing the thing. So it's fine. We're drinking before we're on. It's going to be a hit. That's the jam. All right. Next question. <clears throat> Never have I ever regretted something that I have posted on social media. <laughs> hmm. Uh. 
I probably uh, should, but I don't. You know, actually, yes. Can I go back to speaking of the time that I was on an internationally famous reality TV show? But they do uh, they do a full on sweep of all your social media and they present. mentioned anything like any word like uh donald trump or bitch or whatever or like anything comes up and i stood by all of them i went back i went back and looked at 10 years and went i stand by them all leave them up (laughs) absolutely someone's been a motherfucker you gotta call it out (laughs) that's it that's exactly right do they do they recommend that you sort of amend these posts or is it one of those ones where they're like, you know, you got to get a new Instagram kind of thing? Uh, they, I mean, look, they're just saying this could potentially, you know, cause something if, you know, but if you're, yeah. they don't tell you you have to get rid of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's right, more yeah. like they do, a, they check everything. It's more to mm. see if you've been in jail or something like that. or you know. <laughs> That's fair. But luckily they didn't find that out. <laughs> They're not very good then, are they? They're not good at their job at all. (laughs) Have you seen who they let be president over there? Come on. I think that was all right. How are they to talk? (laughs) (laughs) Except I literally was there to be judged. (laughs) Literally, that was the point of it. Literally, the whole point. (laughs) The entire point of the competition. Mm. Exactly. Um, I I heard you make a noise there, though, uh, Betty. Uh, Is there anything you've ever posted on social media that you uh, (sighs) Have you met me? Come on, mate. (laughs) 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 Yes, look. Perhaps I had some hot thumbs in the past. I will admit it. <laughs> I, should not, I should not have posted it or commented, but I did. And hot I, I, I've learnt some hot thumbs. And I've learnt some lesson. I don't know quite what it is yet, but I've learnt. Oh, Betty Hot Thumbs. Betty Hot Thumbs. That's what they call me. Betty Hot Thumbs. That's what they call me. That's the one. All right. <clears throat> the last question is, never have I ever been hospitalised as a result of doing a show? No. No, I haven't been hospitalised for that. No, I do right. have a good hospital anyone... story, though. <gasps> Go on. I got – well, I was at work, but I was at my newspaper job work, and we used to have <laughs> a uh, barbecue every Friday night on the roof, and I got oh. sent to hospital – for choking on a sausage. Thank you. <laughs> not making it up. Could not have been planned better. And of course, when I got to said hospital, every gay nurse in Adelaide had to be on that day, didn't they? Oh, and they're like, ah, no. hands choking on a sausage. And I'm like, this is really not funny. I was, it was very horrible. It was not a great Please experience. don't tell me it was a bratwurst or something. Like, cause that Sadly just would have like. That would have just been. <laughs> Too perfect. That's too much. It was just like that publicity is... for your show. Like you were just trying to get into the gay nurses market. You were like, ah, oh, help me. You know me. Oh, no. I'll do anything for publicity. Anything I ended up on I this mean, shit. That's it. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, we invented him. We don't sponsor. know why. Oh, I have no idea why. Honestly, no that idea. is a glorious, glorious hospital story. I How did that. Enjoy. How. I just. How did it you end? know, all right. Yeah, that's what I need to know. Okay, so 
it actually went on for hours. So, I mean, oh, no. lunchtime, <laughs> what, what, lunchtime, like midday, I, I didn't leave yeah. the hospital till about nine o'clock. And just, can I just oh. say, in this time, I couldn't like drink a sip of water, anything. I couldn't even kind of gulp. Like it was stuck there. I could breathe, but it was just horrible. It was like somebody had like, was choking me. It was so oh. uncomfortable. So they gave me this kind of medication to like relax myself and all of this and that didn't Can work. It? They actually tell you to drink a bit of Coca-Cola. Hot tip. Oh, Coca-Cola, there you go. Nothing worked. So they were preparing to put me under and they were going to put the camera down there. <gasps> and just as that happened... I threw it up. So there you go. Glamorous. <laughs> the shock this is the, of the kind camera. of glamorous content that you wanted from me, isn't it? This today? is 100% Honestly, exactly yeah. the content yeah. this is what we from you. <laughs> this is the reason Sequence, we just decided fairness. to do this. That yeah, was no, very telling. I knew that you would have some good stories, Matt. I knew for <laughs> the sure. barbecue like, story. That was really actually all right. I was, I was concerned when you said that that was one of the games. I was like, well, <laughs> normally this ends up, you know, incriminating me. <laughs> Mm. All right. I have a question for you, my dear. Before all of the choking on sausages and reality TV and all that kind of jazz, <laughs> yes. how did you how did you get started in the biz? How did you find this, this so, crazy world of showbiz? Well, what happened was I grew up doing classical piano, jazz and tap classes, all of that. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. I think I thought I was going to be Madonna because mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously... That's Obviously. the next logical step. <laughs> um, but when I, you know, do you know when you finish year 12 and start uni, there's like a six month gap. So I was going to uni to be a music teacher. Um, and I was at the conservatorium here in Adelaide and it was classical piano and all of this. Um, but in that gap, I taught myself to play the accordion. And yes. Because my piano teacher at the time was married to, well, I mean, they're still married, but her husband (laughs) um, in the 70s had all these accordion orchestras. So, you know, 20 kids in flares, 20 kids in flares playing an accordion, 20 accordions at once. Can you imagine? Oh, God. And oh kids, my oh my god, amazing! Oh. Vicky amazing. Falcon eat your heart out, Jesus! Oh, I know Vicky and well, Vicky ah. and I have played a, a individual accordions, and that is even enough, you know. <laughs> um, but this was this was a lot. But I taught myself to play the accordion so I could go busking because I thought, oh, you know, I think it's like an experience that every musician should have. Um, yes. So I learned a handful of songs. I learned all the pop songs, Britney, and all of this on the accordion and kind of would watch people walk past and go do a double take and go, what song was that? And I'm there. You're toxic. I'm stepping on But, um, you know, I would just kind of wear like shorts and a t-shirt and just busk all day. And it was actually really good money because it was yeah. in the time when people carried cash. Right. I don't think yeah. it would work anymore. Because I always yeah, see some square square buskers. Yeah, you do need a square reader. I see these buskers in, like wherever and I'm like, oh my God, I don't have any money. Literally and right? cash wise. Um, but. My job seeker hasn't come in yet. It's next my week. job seeker. 
Can't wait. Can't, counting down the days. Come on, Peter Dutton. Um, mm-hmm. So a few months into busking, I met a performer by the name of Catherine Campbell here in Adelaide who came up to me because I was playing Communards, Don't Leave Me This Way. Ah, oh, oh, baby. Oh, I won't oh, sing yeah, anymore for licensing for issues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Fuck it. And she, <laughs> she, the same thing, did the double take. What is this? Heard the song. Apparently she grew up and that was like her song with her sister, you know. So she loved it. And I got talking yeah. to her and she was doing this show every Friday night called Berlin Cabaret. And I did not know. I was like, what is cabaret? I've never heard this word in my life. I thought it was like the German club. So, you know, kind of yeah, older people, big long tables, Papa, beer like steins, umpa band. Yeah. I turned up to this Snitzel. nightclub. Which was every Friday night in Adelaide, they, it, w- it was actually for the Adelaide Fringe and then they kept it going. It was a pop-up venue that they kept open. It was called the That's Weimar awesome. Room and it oh. was a cabaret club. So it was little tables, little candles and, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's like Chicago, the movie. That's what I thought. That's all I could, that's the closest thing I could attach it to and you know what that's the exact it was great it's the exact same thing i was like it's like the club in that it wasn't exactly like that i mean it was falling apart but but i started playing the it was totally the fringe version of that i started playing the accordion in the interval of their show every friday night and then we had a director come in who said you should do something that's not quite a drag queen but it's a little bit out there um and so i put together this costume with hot pants and stockings and lashes and everything and that's kind of how it started and then from there I ended up doing my own show and it kind of you know there was more glitter added and feathers <laughs> added and and now it's I mean let's face it it's about as German as a Cornish pasty so <laughs> um, <laughs> But that, for me, that's, I'm always like, yeah, that's the joke. It's clearly fake German. And I still yeah. I can't believe how many people come up to me and go, so you're not. They think I'm really German, but they think that the gay thing's an act. They think I'm married with kids. <laughs> I'm like, Mate, no one could act that well. Jesus. Come on. <laughs> that is what wonderful. What is wrong with people? So uh, open your eyes, Helen Keller. <laughs> Yeah. I've got a question. What do they say to you? What the German love your German work, but are you really gay? Is that how? Where, where how in even Germany are you from? Uh. As you know, so is my costumes. Oh. Sells the merchandise. She, she, she's the Dina Lohan angel. of cabaret. She is. Oh yes. Oh yes. Chris Kardashian. Ooh. She oh, is. She's world. your mama. They, sure. they go up to her and they say, "So whereabouts in Berlin did you?" And she's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Get the fuck yeah. out of here!" <laughs> Jesus, God, people, I love that. That's so fucking amazing. Let them um, believe so. what they want. It's us. <laughs> exactly. It's up for interpretation. <laughs> because. 
Because I, I had the pleasure of meeting you backstage in a dressing room in Perth, uh, I think two, three years ago. And, uh, you know, yeah. back then your shows were always spectacular and wonderful and had literally all of those things that you were talking about that you begun with. You play the piano, you tap dance, yeah. you do splits, you cross-dress someone, you're just constantly just like on the ball, like so witty and whatnot. How did it then just like continue to grow like what was that always the intention or has it just kind of happened that way I think or? I just kind of wanted to do the show that I like to see when I go to a show you know so yeah. I kind of you know whenever I go to a show I'm, you see a little element of something and like oh god I can kind of change that to fit my show or um yeah I think that's all I want to do I want to go if I always think when I'm putting it together well, what what's going to make me leave the tent going my God, that was so much fun, you know? I mean, listen. Absolutely. As I always say, honey, it's not meant to be anything intellectual. You're not going to get smarter (laughs) going to one of my shows. I can guarantee you that. You you might have the opposite effect. You might have the opposite effect. No, that's not true. That's not true. You are going to leave the tent stupider than you walked in. But you're going to have a very good time. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to love yeah. being an idiot and it's just going to be wonderful. Correct. I think and, that's you know, always like been... having the band and the dancing yeah. and the, yeah, that's kind of, I like it to be high energy. So uh, we have a section uh, on our podcast here, which is uh, talking about your highlights and your potentially not so highlights uh, of your career. So a moment uh, to start with, a moment that has been your favourite so far, and it doesn't have to be on stage. It could be something that happened afterwards or anything like that. Is anything come to mind? Well, obviously I have to say America's Got Talent because that was a very full on, because I haven't mentioned it enough in this podcast. (laughs) But so also, you should though. It's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so incredible. Like. No, but you know, I liked all the preparation beforehand. Like you know, the choreographer was Jennifer Lopez's choreographer, and mm-hmm. I, you know what the dancers had danced with Janet Jackson and all of this oh kind of stuff. I enjoyed the putting it because you know, I mean, we we used to putting on our own shows and making the decisions and everything ourselves. So when you're in this environment, there's a lot of people involved, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're trying to keep control of it as well because you do know what's going to work. But then again, they do as well because they're used to doing it on a much larger scale and everything. But I really enjoy, I mean, that's 90% of doing a show, isn't it? It's everything beforehand. What happens on stage is kind of like over in a a flash. But I enjoy all of that part. You know, I like, I kind of like the business end of it all. So Yeah. yeah, that was probably the highlight. A low light, a oh god, or something weird, like something just like why the or like fuck the is, weirdest. What am thing. I doing here? Like, what is what this? Hell? You know, I've done some like very interesting gigs. <laughs> no, we didn't go out, sadly. But Damn. no, I mean, I've done every gig that you can think of growing <laughs> up. Like I've played football clubs, hens nights, that kind of thing. I remember mm. one party. This was this was really <laughs> not good. It was um, <laughs> shit like a. T- Oh, no, 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 no. It's actually bad. It was like a 21st birthday or something that somebody booked me to come and do a Hans thing at EAT. And I got there and they were just yobbos. They were like, you know, trying to take over and everything. And, you know, I did the splits across two chairs. Yeah. This guy kicked the front chair from out from under me. And I... No. I'm doing the splits on balanced across chairs. And he kicked it out from me. And I just went, right... 
Show's over. And I walked out the door and I think I slammed the door so hard that it cracked. I was just like, Ooh. you people can get fucked. Happy motherfucking birthday. I, I literally... <laughs> and I would normally not do that because, you know, part of my thing is rolling with the punches and kind of giving it back when things go... You know, you know how to control yeah. it. But this day, yeah. I was like... But to a point... That was a fucking stupid move for you to do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, That's like a... That could have been a very serious injury for you just going to totally. work trying to, you know, entertain these people. Men yeah. people are... Uh, I mean... I can relate from the hen's nights that I've had to deal with of, you know, you see a burlesque performer and apparently that, you know, they're just sort of an object. They touch everything and look. And look, okay, this is bad of me because I know it's, you know, the times we live in. That part of it, I kind of go, all right, whatever, you're drunk. I can take it, you know. It's bad for them to do that because maybe if I pick them up, they won't do it to someone else. But I don't like to rock the boat too much. Um, but this was, no, I twisted my ankle and, you know, I was like, nah, forget it. Oh, fuck no. I would have broken something on the way out. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Slam a door, fuck them up. Mm. Fuck that. Slam a door, (laughs) break a window, just accidentally or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Key their car. Oh, well. Key in a car. (laughs) Accidentally. my ankle slipped. Naked Wines gives you direct access to over 55 of Australia and New Zealand's best winemakers. They believe in connecting wine drinkers directly to these award-winning winemakers because it's better for everyone. Talented, independent winemakers get the support and funding they need to make the best wine they've ever made. The wine drinkers who support them get exclusive access to those wines at discounted prices. Their mission is to change the way the whole wine industry works for the benefit of both the wine drinkers and the winemakers. Anyone can order from Naked's almost all-Australian online range, but the best value kicks in when you sign up to be an angel. Angel members are those who top up their accounts with $40 a month to create a stash to spend on wine when they feel like it. The top-up helps fund the winemakers who work with Naked, and in return, angels get to buy wine at a much lower price. Want to check them out? Use the code FWB, friends with benefits, and the password podcast. Or go to www.nakedwines.com.au forward slash FWB for a $100 voucher for you to use anywhere on their site. Welcome back to Friends with Benefits, the podcast hosted by Betty Bombshell and Tash York. It's your favourite backstage dressing room shenanigans with some of the best cabaret, burlesque, circus and what the fuck are they doing? Performers from all around the world. We are so thrilled to be chatting with our very special guest, Hans, a.k.a. Matt, a.k.a. Hans, a.k.a. Matt. Welcome back. How you doing? Oh, my God. I don't know who I am, but I'm loving it. <laughs> I don't... I've just... I don't either. There's I've not much difference, to be honest. I know. Yeah. I, I find the same thing. People ask me, what's the difference between your real life and your show life? I'm like, honestly, just a bit more eyelashes i don't really know yeah. that's the only answer now we have a little towards. that's it <laughs> pretty much more that. chafing <laughs> <laughs> more of that chub rub that i'm so familiar with Ugh. there that's exactly I mean, right I know. Me too. Mm. 
Thank you, Pavlova. Thank you. Thank you, lockdown. Thank you, red wine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, we have a, uh, a gorgeous segment. It's one of our favourites that we have on the podcast, and it is called... Shadow Secrets. Shadow Secrets. But we're going to tell you about Tell us your showbo secrets. What's the thing that you'd like to share with our listeners? The one unforgettable tip that you have. The tip that I have for performers, is that what it's for? Like For performers, so for anyone, really. Never, ever. Well, I think this is a tip for life as well, and that is mm-hmm. always remember your eyelash glue because I can't tell you how many times I have been caught out begging people in the dressing room surely someone's got some duo no one ever has it no one ever has it it's up to you if you can't trust yourself how the hell are you going to trust someone else (laughs) can i get an amen (laughs) the only person who has managed to have the duo on hand during the entire melbourne comedy festival last year was vicky falconer pritchard knee obama clinton i don't know how many names she's got (laughs) Um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She's fabulous. She's she's got everything. Um, but she, yeah, she really does. I did learn the hard way. Do I? I always bloody forget her. Oh, actually, especially yeah. comedy. Oh, makeup in general, you know, just yeah. like have your makeup together. That's mm. it. There's always one person, and I've been there running around a dressing room, being like, "Does anyone have any something?" And strangely, nobody ever has any something, do they? Ah, uh, no. Mm. No one's ever got eyeliner. No one's Very ever got peculiar. this. No one's got, yeah. See, yeah. it's weird because oh, whenever I ask, everyone always gives it to me. So maybe you two are just irresponsible. Like, mm. I don't know. I don't know mm. if that's a thing. Uh, well, maybe I did terrible. not realise that this was the judgment hour. Thank you. I'm glad that I have... <laughs> Freed up it's my very empty true. calendar to this abuse. <laughs> it's always oh. bloody judgment hour with Tash York. Oh, you maybe, maybe just someone. You've got to have a hobby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe people just think I need it more than you too, you know, because you're so beautiful. So that's Oh, okay. I it's, see that backpedal. Yeah. I see what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, there you go. You're welcome. Yeah. I'll choose Thank to you. believe that one. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's yeah. good. <laughs> Just bring it on back to you. <laughs> oh, dream of falling in love. Falling in love. Ah, oh, S Club. So good. So good. S Club. What a banger. What a bloody banger. Mm. Hey, Matt, I would like to know because you're not only the international superstar Hans Wonderboy of Germany, but you are also an excellent, excellent reporter and, you know, work for a newspaper well, and have a real life Matt. How do you juggle all of these things that you do in your life? I don't understand. I wouldn't say excellent, but I do work for the newspaper. Um, <laughs> how do I juggle it? I, I'm doing yeah. a little less of that now these days than I was before. But, um, you know, this year I've been very happy that I am still working at the newspaper. Let's put it that way, because, <laughs> yeah. as you know, all the gigs went down the, the gurgle. But a lot of the, you know, um, I, I have to, a lot, there's been a lot of cross-pollination between the two. A lot of the people I meet in one job, you meet in another job, and um, I think they complement each other well in that, in that respect. Yeah. And also, I actually, you know, I really like it. I, I love interviewing people. This is very weird for me to be interviewed. 
is as especially not dressed yeah. up and not uh, not as Hans, you know. It is kind of yeah. it's not where I am most comfortable, believe it so or not. Revealing. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you've been stripping my layers back today, which I I have to say I've enjoyed. <laughs> Um, I've seen them. You. I've been in a dressing room with you. I've seen your layers, Ooh. mate. It's all right. Yeah. Hey, you see my, na- see my Nancy Gantz that I've squeezed <laughs> myself into. <laughs> That's that was you and me both. Don't me. I've just got to put my shapewear on. Yeah. <laughs> I think I distinctly remember you and I just be like, it's so fucking hot. We're in shapewear. This fucking sucks. Oh, God. So honestly. And uh, every venue. What? It's like Bikram. What are they doing to us? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you're you're at least a little later than me. I was in like the afternoon, basically. I was at like five forty-five. Oh my god! Yes, and that tent was literally a sauna. That's and right. I was like, Thank you That's so right. Much. Thank you. That's would have been yeah. just for your skin, though. I mean, really getting rid of those. You know, you know what I think always puts people in the mood for cabaret: sunlight, <laughs> doesn't it? Just like Absolutely. daytime, full blown. What a good time. stained glass windows. To masturbate in a sleeping bag. Like, what a good time for everyone in the heat, in the 40-degree heat that we're all through the stained glass. Mm, mm, Remember that in your show, Tash? Oh, well. That was just her before the show. Um, That was just the That was not the 5.45 slot. (laughs) It was. It really was. For the whole hour. Yeah. (laughs) Just a cheeky hour, Maz, in a sleeping bag. Going in there. Anyway, so... We have also got another segment on uh, this podcast that we think is very important um, as artists, and it's called Your Inner Saboteur. What do you do <laughs> to. I mean, you've so been saying these RuPaul things. Of RuPaul on this podcast. <laughs> but what do you do to overcome your inner saboteur when that sort of voice in your head tells you you're shit, you're not good enough, or any of those kinds of words? Um, how do you deal with it? What's your process? Well, I think my process is that I'm being another person when I'm on stage all the time. So it doesn't really, you know, when people say whatever and this and that, or it doesn't really affect me in that, that way, because I, I can kind of separate the two. Um, yeah. yeah I, so that would be my, my tip. Basically don't be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say exactly what my friends say to me whenever I go out on a first date. Whatever it is, don't be yourself. Be yourself. Um, yeah. Has there ever been a time where, like, everything's all a bit too much and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to fit all of this in and where, like, you know, where my personal life and my professional life and my Han's life and this, that and the other, is? does it get, like, overwhelming sometimes? Or are you just like, I'm blessed and booked and I'm loving it and I'm just going to keep trudging through? Like... Uh, no, of course, of course, like the last few years, but I tell you what, there's been nothing like 20 fucking 20 to make you appreciate having a full week of flights and a full, you know, year of gigs and everything. But I've found the opposite this year. I think a lot of my, you know, I think like everybody, I have been very up and down with the emotions this year because I am a Cancerian. Thank you. Mm. You know, you're getting to, again, stripping back the layers. Uh, but I, you know, it's kind of come to my realization. A lot of my identity is tied in with being Hans as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And so wherever I go, people are like, "God, oh, you've done such a great job!" Or da 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 da, and and I think they're talking about Hans. And now that that's been taken away, essentially, well, you know, not as much as the I'm kind yeah. of a little bit lost and a bit. 
Well, what's going on? And also, you know, I think the thing that's affecting everybody is that not having something to look forward to, you know, it's so hard to plan for what's happening. And we're used to going from gig to gig to gig to gig. And there's always, you know, you finish one, there's a little cry. Oh, I'm going to miss you all so much. And then the next day you see you, bitches, because you're on to the next thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And this year it's kind of, you know, I mean, we're trying to plan for next year, but we don't know. We don't know if we're going to be able to do anything. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like poetry. Great way to finish. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no it's, it's, exactly, it's exactly what everyone's going through. Like, I mean, yeah. I got the email the other day from Perth Fringe and it was like, applications are open, but if you don't live in Perth, don't bother applying. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. Did they? I thought that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, like, you know, in my mind, I was like, this sucks. This is horrible. But like, you know what? Next year, we're going to have the Fringe Festivals. I'll go do that. I'll just pour all my heart and soul into that, write a new show yeah. in this time that I've got. And now it's just like, yeah, but you can't actually cross the border. And I was like, mm, yeah, cool. Like, and I mean, might change, but like that was a really might big change. like smack in the face for me of just being yeah. like, cool, you really? Like this year is really about adjusting your expectations as to like yeah. what you think can or can't happen because – Unfortunately, like it's not controlled by literally anyone at this point, except for the non-mask yeah. wearing Karens who are being cunts in Melbourne. But you oh know my what? god! <laughs> oh my god! What <laughs> is that about? And uh, look, yeah. I know it's not just you know this. We're not the only industry that this is affecting, obviously. Ah. Um, but yeah, not. I think uh, obviously there's. I mean, look. As much as I'm sure they're all lovely people, if I have to hear one more thing about the AFL getting started up again we need this and that like come on man you know i don't understand why that is the hot topic of of covid when's the where's the grand final gonna be what's yes and and the thing that pisses me off the most is they keep i keep hearing them well people need football for so it gives people an escape you know what else gives people an escape a fake german playing abba on an accordion Where's my bloody right stadium? <laughs> Where is my stage? Where is my stadium? Come on! Honestly. <laughs> the lesson we have learned in this is to the key to being taken seriously, um, you know, by people in government and in society is to actually register your show as a sport. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They just that's throw money at you. Go, go, quick. Create more. Go. I'll just throw a ball every five minutes to an audience member. (laughs) Just a tennis ball. And then that's fine. That's a sport. That's my sport. That's it. It's not a bad idea. Good sport. I'm not going to lie. I really do want to see Hans in Auskick. That's just an idea. (laughs) I mean, the shorts are the right height. Um, I know. You you can choose the colour. You've got the high kick going on. Get that goal in there. You yeah. do the splits, like doing the chairs, and then someone has to kick a goal, like between. Well, you know, like, the I mean, chairs. I wish, even in on a serious <laughs> note, that they would kind of hire people to put on a show at half time at these yeah. damn, Ugh. you know, like put on some musicians. It doesn't have yeah. to be J Lo. It doesn't have to be Super Bowl, but put someone on half time on a, you know, whatever football. Go- put them on the TV. Give them a bit of airtime. Put their Spotify account. It would make such a difference, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gigs. 
Gangs. Yeah, probably Gangs. do it for free. <laughs> no, just don't do that. No, 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 no. Not anymore. Not anymore, darling. I've learned that. We <laughs> Absolutely. All right, my love. So we have our second segment, and it is called Rapid Fire Questions. Not so rapid fire. as we fire. like to call it. Not so rapid fire questions. So what's gonna ha- happen here is, I'm gonna read you a bunch of questions. Okay, so we begin now. Cabaret or burlesque? Cabaret, sorry. What's your middle name? <laughs> Peter. Tequila or vodka? Vodka! Obviously. Kids Obviously. or no kids? Uh, Look, I love kids, but I couldn't eat a whole one. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the name of this episode. <laughs> Gorgeous work. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Thanks. A kick in the shins or Trump? Oh, a kick in the shins. Very good answer. Absolutely. I'd be happy to take Blue- that. Oh, any day. Uh, glue gun or sewing? My mum's sewing. <laughs> <laughs> Who is trashier, Betty or Tash? Oh, it's Betty, clearly. Oh. See? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for the Betty, I'm upset. Maybe I need more tattoos. I need more tattoos. <laughs> tattoos to make me cooler. cooler. Oh, you know, you're practically cool. Mary Poppins, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm sewing now. Oh, God. Oh, no. You've got three cats, babe. Come on. That's Come on true. now. All right. Next one. Uh, up or down? Up. What's your coffee order? Weak latte. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. I just Hello. like a suggestion of coffee. Why? Yeah. Uh, but just a like, sniff. Do you just not like coffee? Just, like, I just I like the frothy one. milk. I just like the frothy milk. You should get a baby chino. Baby <laughs> I pretty much do. It is pretty much a baby chino. Large baby chino. Large baby chino. Thank you so much. I love that. Next time I see you at Fringe, I'm going to get you a yeah. couple of hot mouths. Thank you. That's what I'm going to do. Just froth it up. Um, Thank you. Just froth it right up. All right. Mm-hmm. Losing a limb or Trump? You can choose. I could lose my head. Yeah. Lose a oh. limb, for sure. Go on. Yeah, lose a limb. Yeah, good. All right. Red or white wine? Red. Molly or Charlie? Oh, I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Very why not have both? responsible <laughs> answer. For Kellen or Stars. I mean, during Fringe, why not have both? Anywho, uh, boxes or briefs? Briefs. Because I'm wearing such short costumes, so you know, gotta keep Boy, things in place. Mm. Oh, that's very true. All right, well then, G string or boy leg? Boy leg. Mm-hmm. Lacy or cotton? Cotton. Sorry. Total. <laughs> total sexual encounters at fringe. None. I don't. You know what I'm like at fringe? Okay. Literally, I come off stage and I go to bed. I I don't drink yeah. a thing at Fringe. Oh, actually, that is a lie. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. You drink a something. Just a I just just, a, just no 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 the drinking part. I'm going back to the original question. I do remember something. Mm. Anyway, moving along. All right. <laughs> no, I'm very, uh, so very the answer well NA. Say something cool. Go. Oh, I don't see walking children in nature. <laughs> 
Man, that question gets me every time. Some weird shit happens and oh I'm really God. into it. Okay. A child playing recorder for seven years or Trump? The recorder. And I think it's very important. Music education. <laughs> That's right. You were studying to be a music teacher. That's true. Correct. The recorder is the devil, but, you know, I would still choose it over Trump. <laughs> Have you ever had sex in a venue? No. Are you insane? Bummer. In a venue? God. Yeah, Look, it is times. a health risk, but it's fun at the time. No judgment for anybody that has, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely haven't. Yeah, no, no, though. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Oh, gosh, that's great. Not in Edinburgh, and I woke up there the next day. No, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Oh, my God! <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You're going to have to elaborate on that. What venue? That's all I need to know. What venue? It was C venues. I'm not proud of it. Oh, no! No, I know. I know. <laughs> Honey, I hope you went straight to the free clinic after that, darling. God, just the the environment alone, honey. Yeah, the salt damp. I was I was too drunk, and then we just like snuck into this happening. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do this? This This is why Melbourne is fucked because of sea venues in a venue. Two thousand and sixteen. That's. Did you have a job also as one of the hotel security guards (laughs) in a quarantine (laughs) hotel? No, I don't have a job. I'm an artist. I don't know if you understand. (laughs) I don't know if you understand. Wow, I didn't know about you. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to ask you about that later. But anywho, on with the questions. Dogs or cats? Oh, neither. I don't like nature. There's one thing you need to know. I don't like nature. I don't like like nature. nature. As a full stop, I don't like nature. (laughs) What is wind? Oh, can you sing with all the colours of the mountains? <laughs> can, can you paint with all the colours of the wind? I have been waiting for that, that answer. Was. I've been waiting. <laughs> that is me doing a chef's kiss. So happy. We're almost done. All right, Hans slash Matt, we have a very important question for you. The title of your memoirs. Oh, God. The title of my memoirs. Choking on a sausage and other <laughs> fabulous moments. The Matt Gilbert's I'd read story. that. I would definitely Done. read that. <laughs> now, the very last question we have. The name of your next solo show that will never make it on stage. My Marvellous 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was a bloody great way to finish that little, uh, little not-so-rapid-fire questions. Fabulous. Well... Thank you so much for coming to be on the podcast right now. The wonderful Matt Gilbertson. What? Yes! I'm so happy that you're here. Again, again, an absolute contractual obligation (laughs) this has been. Thank you, girls, so, so much. We don't know what contracts are, but that's fine. No. Actually, yeah, right. No, honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you as Matt, to talk about Hans, to talk about your entire journey, to being like the absolute bloody superstar that you are. We both sincerely fucking enjoy the shit out of your work and we think you're absolutely Well, I think you're very, very talented, both of you. And I have to say thank you so much. It's been nice to actually talk to people that aren't, you know, my Google home. Yes. So thank you. I feel that. Yeah. I feel yeah. that. Yeah. 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 No, it's been so hey, wonderful. Hey, Siri. Thank you so much. <laughs> 
Oh. Hey, big Siri. <laughs> hey, there we go. She's like, She's yes. What do you need, my dear? Wow. wow. I love it. That's the next, I feel like that's your next show. Hey, Siri, right hey, there. Hey, Siri. <laughs> no, honestly, it has been an absolute goddamn pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Tash York. Thank this you. is the wonderful Miss Betty Bombshell, and you've been listening to Matt Gilbertson, a.k.a. the wonderful Hans. Please give it up for him one more time. Yeah. Thunderous applause. Thank you, girls. Crowd goes wild. We shall see you all on the internet. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Farewell. Bye. 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 Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Hello friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Friends with Benefits featuring the absolutely incredible cabaret superstar that is Matt Gilbertson, aka Hans. If you'd like to catch up with him on the internet, make sure you check him out on the socials at Accordion Hans. He's got some very special big news coming up that we can't quite reveal yet, but make sure you keep your eyes peeled. And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please like, subscribe, review, tell your friends about us, and uh, we'll see you on the internet very soon. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.